Welcome to Weekly Homilies with Father Mark Sislenko, pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut, part of the Catholic Archdiocese of Hartford. I'm Carol Vassar, Parish Director of Communications. This is Season 3, Episode 34, for the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, September 6th, 2020. Our Gospel reading is from Matthew, chapter 18, verses 15 through 20. Jesus said to his disciples, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have won over your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, so that every fact may be established on the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, then treat him as you would a Gentile or a tax collector. Amen, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, amen, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted to them by my heavenly Father. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am. In the midst of them. The Gospel of the Lord. It goes without saying that Jesus is all about relationships and restoring justice. Relationships with God, relationship with ourselves, relationships with our brothers and sisters relationships with all of creation. It is the intent to bring all things together in Christ, to heal that which is broken and restore that which is lost. In pursuing relationships, our Lord says that God's command of love is paramount in achieving this goal. Now, as we look at our own lives, we certainly know that relationships can be tricky business. We've all had our share of failed relationships. We've all struggled with relationships that have divided us. Maybe right now, at this time, at this moment, there's a relationship in your life with which you are struggling. Someone who may be non-reconciled to you and at odds. In trying to look at our relationships and bring them where we know they can and need to be, it takes not only a great amount of patience, but a good dosage of wisdom. Negotiating our tricky relationships requires that we do some discernment, some thinking, and some deep prayer. There are relationships in human lives that simply cannot and ought not be. Relationships, for example, that are highly abusive in character. Relationships that are chronically hurtful 
relationships that are stubbornly dysfunctional, relationships that simply cannot be healed no matter what steps are taken. Jesus, for sure, doesn't want us to stay in those kinds of relationships. And from those, it may be best to flee. But what about the rest? How do we find reconciliation? How do we find our way back to one another? All relationships require one thing before we can ever hope to achieve reconciliation. And it's the virtue of humility. Humility. It is only when I find humility in my heart that I'm able to truly enter into an honest, open, and successful relationship with another human being. Humility is certainly not to be equated with meekness or with beating ourselves up or thinking less of who we are as a person. It is, in every sense of the word, quite opposite. Humility basically is an individual's ability to stand in truth to stand in truth. And that truth directs us in so many different ways. It's almost like a prism that shines forth and connects all the colors in the rays of light. To stand in truth means that I stand before the honesty of my relationship with God and realize that without God, I cease to be. Without God, creation ceases to be. That first and foremost, I acknowledge my sonship, my daughtership with God. And having that relationship straight, I can then look to myself and accept myself and know myself for the person that I am, not the person I may think I am, or the person I may want to be, or the person I sometimes fool myself into believing I am, but the person that I am. To discover a knowledge of what I bring to relationships, those things that I do well, those things with which I struggle, having an honest knowledge of my strengths and my weaknesses, then allows me to encounter somebody in truth as well, and to not have to run away or overly defend who I am as a person. To be humble means also that I appreciate myself for who I am, the wonder and awe of my created presence, the wonder and awe of all that goes into who I am as a person, the delight that God takes in me as one of his children. 
And so when we have truth as truth is, when we have knowledge as knowledge needs to be, and an appreciation of what is, when I find myself in conflict with another human being, I am more able to take responsibility for my role and my peace and can more easily say those words, I am sorry. Once I stand in truth and have a knowledge of myself as I am, then we can go about the business of doing what we need to do to mend those broken fences. But it takes two people. If one is coming with what is necessary to do the work of healing successfully, and the other is not, then we're going to have a greater difficulty achieving our goal. And this happens all the time. We see it playing out not only in our own personal lives, but in society as well. And see, that's where, when Jesus says, being a disciple comes with a risk, well, that's the risk. You see, because if I buy into discipleship, if I buy into God's reconciled view of the world, if I buy into my responsibility to be a healer in my relationships, if I buy into this idea of working to restore relationships as God does, if I buy into the idea of justice, of making relationships what they need to be and how God intended them to be, then it could very well be as I do that and as I extend myself that I meet rejection. That the olive branch that is extended in humility and honesty isn't taken. And I find myself alienated and pushed aside. And that is the risk of being a Christian. Because for the sake of love and for the sake of healing and for the sake of reconciliation, we can find ourselves easily on the side of rejection. And we can find ourselves paying a deep price, as many have throughout history. But it doesn't excuse us from taking up the charge. It doesn't excuse us from putting into practice what our Lord puts before us. It doesn't excuse us from acting in those, with those Christian principles. And what does that mean? Well, it means as individuals, as a society, as God's children, we have to stop overreacting. We have to stop being overly critical. We have to stop being overly negative. We have to stop over-protesting. And in no way, shape, or form can we ever tolerate or accept violence as a solution to any problem. In any way, shape, or form, can we ever tolerate 
prejudice, marginalizing people who are different than ourselves, or creating greater rifts in the relationships that are already flawed. In short, we have to take stock and make friends with ourselves as we are, not as we think we are or as we think we want to be, but as we are as a person. Graces, wonders, beautiful things, but also flaws and warts and things that need to be corrected. Bringing humility to all of our relationships is the order of the day. And in doing so, we can work with God in restoring all things in Christ and achieving the reconciled world he intended for us from the beginning. Father Mark Stislenko is the pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Learn more about our parish community at isidoreandmaria.org and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our music comes free of charge from Blue Dot Sessions in Fall River, Massachusetts. I'm Carol Vassar. Thanks for listening.